Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. I can't believe you want to ask this ridiculous question. Uh, best question of all time. I don't that think is all so. I can say. But if a man was a woman uh-huh. for the day, what would shock him the most? Ladies. So many things. And, oh, like what? Like what would shock me when to be a woman for twenty four hours? When uh, people like managers, I'm not saying that happens here necessarily. Uh-huh. Not not always. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, in other places for sure. All right. They they'll come in the room if there's you and me like in there together. Yeah. They'll look at you the whole time. That always makes me feel uncomfortable. Like if you go to a Let's say you're going to go buy a car with your wife, yeah. with your spouse. Yes, yes, yes. And the salesman's yes. talking to the guy the whole time. Yes, I'm yes, like, yes. I'm not the only decider here. You should be bringing her into this Especially, conversation, too. Because we know who makes those decisions. And and a lot of right. times, well, yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. A lot of times I'll look over at my wife and be like, well, what do you think? You know, to like try and indicate to the guy, hey, yeah, don't just talk to me. Yeah. I think that you would be shocked about the amount of exhaustion a mom, a woman deals with. I mean, you don't even have to be a mom, just a woman in general. Just <laughs> the lower paycheck. Oh, no. I mean, no. I mean, that's true, though. Well, I suppose you're right. Unfortunately, <laughs> it is true, isn't it? That's not oh, cool. This feels kind of good just to talk about it. I don't know. It's like the big elephant in the room, oh, you know? Seven seven five zero nine four nine. What would a man be shocked by if he became a woman for 24 hours? How about having a guy break up with you? Oh, that's a good one. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes. Come on. Doesn't that go both ways? Isn't that the same no. either way? No. Why not? He, he dissed you. Like, he's not returning any text messages or anything like that. Oh. He just totally don't involve yeah. you. Full on ghosted you. Not cool. Yeah. Because men have no emotions. So it's fine. That's like, right. Yeah. Meredith. <laughs> Come on. Women don't have emotions sometimes, too, when it comes to breaking up with people. Let's oh. be honest. Oh. Oh, there's a bunch of guys who can tell you all kinds of stories just oh. like that right now. Uh, barely. <laughs> 520-775-0949. If a dude becomes a woman for a day, he'd be shocked by... The monthly visit. Yeah. Oh, oh Greg, you would never survive. I mean, haven't we all had stomach aches? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's losing blood. Yes, it is. Oh, my, it's so. I think that would freak me out. It would be awful. I mean, think about all the things: swimming, playing basketball, all the things. Is like you're like a teenager trying to figure out life. It's awful. And I don't yeah. want to get graphic at all, but can you feel it when it's going to happen? Well, yeah, cause, sort of. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're miserable the week before. Well, I don't. I don't just mean the cramps. I mean like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for two yeah, weeks yeah. of every month of your life, it's miserable. <laughs> I had the same conversation with a patient. His issue was prostate or something. And I said, try losing blood every month. He said, oh, no, I think you got me beaten. I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'll tell you, there's one thing this has made me happy about. Huh. It's, it's being a man. 
Right? So imagine trying to push that baby out of, you know, no. your stuff. Fortunately, I only have to become a woman for 24 hours in this uh, theoretical discussion. I'm not going mean, to be able to get no, pregnant and have a baby. What I would love is just you to feel that bloated feeling for just one day. To know what it is to feel sausagey when you're oh. like... You know, ants coming to visit, and everything's just <laughs> pouring over the sides of your pants. Listen, I mean, I've overdone it at Chili's a few times. <laughs> Not the same. <laughs> I've had too many Cheddar Bay biscuits uh, uh, at Red Lobster. Uh, I mean, delicious. I know what that feels like. <laughs> Think about what is this? The creepiest kid you've ever seen in a movie. Oh, like a scary movie, kid? Yeah, like, you can't even watch that movie. It freaks you out so bad. You know, I, I don't watch hardly any horror movies, but the one that comes to mind for me is Damien from The Omen. Yes, he's number one on that list. Is he really? When he did that... Oh, that, I'm getting chills right now just thinking about it. When he oh. did that part in his hair and the 666 was in it. <gasps> oh, gosh, you're creeping you me out. That? Why are you doing this that, right that now? That was scary. That movie freaking freaked me out. me out. But, I mean, come on. You know, the girl from The Exorcist, there's nothing creepier than that. Is that the girl with the spinning head? Yes. And her face is all, like, demon-like. That's pretty creepy. There's... I don't know. That's not as scary to me as Damien. Are really you serious? Yeah. This is the life of torture. This is why I cannot watch horror movies at all anymore. No. Like, I can't do it because I still am freaked out from being a kid. Well, and you have little kids in your house. <laughs> and I don't know why they take something that's so sweet and innocent and loving and turn it into well, the devil. Because kids say creepy things. My little boy goes, Mommy, I had a dream that you were dead in the pool. And I go, what? He's like, you were in clothes. I'm like, what was I wearing? He's like, <laughs> wait. <laughs> He's like, a red dress. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. When was the last time you had a psychic evaluation on that oh, kid? Sweet little boy. I know, he's no, the best. I think it's because I'm always like, you can't be in the pool. We have a gate. Yeah. But he loves the pool. Oh. Kids try to get in the gate. They do what they can. It yes. just is what it is. Uh, but they made a list of the creepiest kids ever, and I can't believe the girl from Poltergeist is not on that list. Never saw it. They're here. Just the famous clip. That's it. That's oh all I've ever gosh. seen. That was Your enough aunt? to freak me out. Oh, yep. it's so freaky. No, thank you. How about like, um, what was the movie with all the kids? Uh, Children of the Corn. Or so, was that oh, what it yeah, was called? Children of the Corn. I never saw that. Couldn't stand watching that either. You couldn't? No, I just saw the previews. I went, nope, that's Do not Do you know me. which one that came out like recently in the past 10 years or something that I can't watch? Just from seeing if, if the flash of the girl comes on in the commercial... Like, I'm done. I can't sleep at night. That Anna, Anna Dale, Anna. Oh. Oh, my gosh. What is her name? I don't know that one. Anna. Oh, my. So scary. Another blonde girl. See, I have a blonde girl, so I think that it freaks me out. Not as scary as the twins in The Shining. Yeah, that is pretty, pretty scary. <laughs> Freaking me out. I mean, the things that our parents red let rum, us red watch. Rum. Oh, <laughs> Well, I mean, sometimes they didn't. <laughs> I think it is Annandale or so. I don't know. It's, I don't know that one. You, know, oh, you do know it. No. If you saw that face, you would know. I got I mean, I can't let myself watch it, so I'm sure somebody will call us and tell us who I'm talking about. If they have any idea what Anna you're talking about. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Annabelle, Anna. Oh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, 
family vacations. Have you ever went with another family? Because my health coach and her coach, they all went on these huge family vacations together. And they looked like they had the time of their life. And I think, can it really be that good? No. (laughs) No, I mean, maybe it can. Here's what I worry about. You get a couple of families together. Maybe the moms love hanging out, but the dads are kind of like, okay, friends. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe you all just really enjoy being around each other. But there will be things that your family does that drives that other family crazy. You think so? They will want to eat at all the weird places, and you'll just want to go to Chili's and Applebee's. Oh, Oh, yeah. Or vice versa. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Like, you can't just go where you want to go. Right. Because now you, you have compromise to consider on other everything. people. I mean, how hard is it to choose a restaurant to eat at just with your family? Yeah. Let alone getting somebody it's else's a, entire family. That's a really good point. Because I like to, like, try restaurants that are, like, local to the place. Yeah, I like that, too. But not everybody's down with that. Yeah, yeah. Some people want to take the safe route. And that can be okay once in a while. I mean, I with my friend to like northern Arizona that was a lot of fun the kids got to play together you know but are you going on the edge you know like you like to sleep in and the other people don't or okay there's another great example like are they the people who like playing it by ear or do they have to have everything planned out to the team we're going here and then we're going here and then we'll go and do this and then we'll stop for a break and then we'll you're going to drive each other nuts. Now that you mention it. I say no, it, it's not going to work. I've seen friends go on cruises together and come back not friends. Because some like to go shopping in the little cities like the whole time. And the others want to do like the excursions. And, and they can't agree? They can't agree. You're right, Greg. <laughs> Wait a I second. I can't believe I just said that. Say that again. Think, what, no, what was no, that? No, no. <laughs> go ahead. I think that the Curtises and the Dunkles should go together somewhere. <laughs> Who would drive who more nuts? Uh, uh, what do you would think? I drive you more oh, crazy? No, no, we would drive with, you crazy. With my cleaning and my you and correcting your, your spelling and your grammar. Your wife, you, you guys would be like, nope. But your daughter would have the time of her life. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all for the kids. So I say we do it. Okay, you're right. <laughs> 555. I said, it, I said it again. I, I was guess. waiting. That's twice in I one said convo. It just, I waited. That's a win right there. All right. Yesterday, uh, Mayor started bringing up this ridiculous notion. Actually, I think you started bringing it up like on Friday because we kind of teased it over the weekend. Yeah, but you had this yeah. question yes. you wanted to ask. Yeah. If a man was a woman for the day, what would shock him the most? So many things. And really, there was nothing that came up. Oh, that is not <laughs> true. We had birth. You know, we had... Monthly visitors. And Flo coming for a visit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> we had paychecks. I mean, there was a lot. But what about the guys? What if you had to swap places with a dude? I mean, What easy. do you think you would be shocked by? Nothing. It would be easy peas. I'd be shocked about how easy life is, how simple my brain worked. <laughs> you would be shocked by how easy it is to parallel park when you're a man. Oh, my gosh. We're just naturally built for it. I'd be, I'd be shocked to find out. How egotistical men are. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a little confidence boost is a good thing. Maybe you'd be shocked by how easy it is to load the dishwasher properly. Oh, my gosh. Not hard at all, right, MacDunkle? You know what I'm talking about. Mayor's husband. Stresses me out. (laughs) I always have dirty dishes because he... I don't do it right. Uh, See? I don't do it right. This is what I'm saying, Meredith. If you were a dude, you would get it. 
It's okay. This is the problem. Men don't think. We'll there have patience is with nothing you. Nothing shocking that would happen. <laughs> if I mean, the only thing shocking would maybe be to realize how much like I look at whatever I'm interested in, men or women. Like, oh my gosh. I think that's the only thing I'd be shocked at. Like, whoa, y'all are really like. That's all you think about. You, you got to speak more clearly. What are you saying? Like, how much like, we stare at women? Yes. Like, I'd be shocked how much you really think about it, oh, I think. No more than you. You think about it all the time. You think about it more than anybody I, I know. I do. I can't help it. <laughs> 775-0949. What would Mare be shocked by if she was a man for a day? Just 24 hours. Oh, I know. Your ability to be able to suddenly do things. To what? To suddenly do things? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, to be able to uh, fix, fix and oh, repair, wait, have, that, have that aptitude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Please. I thought you were going to say something life-changing, Man. but clearly. <laughs> I, I, know one, I know something, Mary, that would blow you away completely. Okay, what is it? The ability to be able to use the restroom standing up. Oh, man. How I would dream of being able to do that. Yeah. I've tried. <laughs> That's what worries me. <laughs> I mean, I was little. You know, you see your brothers, right? Isn't that what you do? <laughs> I don't know. That is it. <laughs> Mom, I've got different equipment here. Yeah. What's going on? P.S. It doesn't work. It's a big mess. P.S. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Here's one other thing you'd be shocked by. Uh-huh. If you switched places with a man for a day, speaking of using the bathroom standing up, you'd be shocked by how hard it is to control the splashback. Oh, you think we're going all over the place and making a mess. No, that's the toilet not keeping it in. I that's the problem. I think that I would be shocked how big the paycheck is for the same job. Okay. I also okay. think it'd be so easy peasy. <laughs> like, life would be, you don't think about anything. You just go through life you know it's true and then then like that self-confidence that you think everything is right not you but men in general I was say I, I'm a self-doubter to the to the greatest uh, degree men in general yeah. yeah you're a little different some I mean you know I mean just they're always right yeah. they're that 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 well when that. you're right you're right I mean what else are you gonna do okay well <laughs> is there something that I would be shocked at if I was a man yeah how easy it is to compartmentalize. We, our brains are like waffles. We got a bunch of little squares. Oh, we just gross. put the stuff in each one. Your brain is like a spaghetti. Clearly, it's I'm, all connected. Yeah, a stronger yeah. species. <laughs> Want to thank Rhett for listening this morning <laughs> and calling in with some things we can't say on the radio necessarily. But it's ninety four point nine Mix FM, the most music for your workday. Yeah, if a woman was a man for a day, what would we be shocked by? His answer we can't say, but I kind of <laughs> thought that might be shocking. Yeah, uh, but I think there's a lot of things like. How much I don't think. <laughs> if I was a man for a day, hmm. I think, yeah, how much I don't think. Like Which just, would be great because then yeah. as women, you could stop asking guys, what are you thinking about? I mean, my <laughs> husband just, Nothing. he doesn't know how to get anywhere. He drives so far out of the place, like, you know, thinking I'm right in everything I do, yeah. making more money, having people listen to me. Yeah. I mean, there'd be all these things that. I mean, you could actually park the car. Right between the spaces. It would be incredible. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, that is not true. I'm teasing you. I hope you know I'm, get, I'm being get ridiculous. Get more, like not do anything, not cook, not clean, not take care of the kids. Okay, now not all guys are doing that, by the way. 
I know. You know that. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, I'm one of them, but not all the other guys. Uh, it's 94.9 Mix FM, and by, by saying me, I mean I'm not doing all of the things that you said I should be doing. I wish, I wish you could just be a woman for one day, Greg. I'm so glad just I don't have to day. be. Thank you for saving me from that. <laughs> uh, we'd like to hear from you this morning at 775-0949. The big thing that's going on in your life right now is what? Was it yesterday we heard from listener Veronica who said her 16-year-old is driving for the first time and it's terrifying her? That is terrifying. So that's the big thing going on in in her life. We found ways to laugh about that situation, but uh, there's usually some humor everywhere along the way. What's the big thing going on with you right now? I mean, I'm going to tell you, I'm traveling to Chicago to see my family over 4th of July and it's expensive. Oh, it's ridiculous right now. Flights are crazy. They're canceling them left and right. Hotels are expensive. One Rental of the cars. Big reasons behind that, by the way, that I just read last week was so many businesses cut way back on the travel, right? Mm-hmm. So salespeople aren't traveling. There's not all the big conferences and all that stuff still. Because they figured out, well, we can Zoom meeting it now more often, so we'll do some of that. Well, the airlines take a lot of that travel money, that business travel money, that supports them throughout the year. And then they can offer, you know, the vacationers like you and I a lower rate. Well, without any of the coach business people traveling... They got to raise all the rates to make up well, for it. Well, they raised it. And now they I have sure a, did. four people flying. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I could have went to Hawaii. Well, maybe you should you do that. I, mean? I got some family stuff to do. I know. You know, so. And I'm also going to a wedding this weekend where it's supposed to rain. So oh, yeah. I feel so bad. Well, is it an indoor or outdoor I wedding? I think it's outdoor. And I think like all those fires are going by. So you have to kind of see which route to take. Yeah, because it's up in the mountains. Yeah, right? it's like in Pine Top. I so. hope the weather cooperates. Right. Just for like the hour know, of the ceremony right? at least, yeah. Hey, it's good luck, like you said, if it rains. <laughs> Gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right now. We want to hear from you at 775-0949. The big thing going on right now is what, Paul? Well... It kind of goes back a little bit where I was kind of fast in high school. So it seems like my son and my daughter both got my genes and they are only 15 and 16 and they're going to qualify for the Junior Olympics this weekend. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. This is such a turnaround story because in my mind, I thought you said I was kind of fat in high school. <laughs> And they got my jeans, and I thought you were going to, like, talk about how they'd put on all this weight or something. No, you were fast in high school, and they're fast, too. I get it. We're just a, I'm just a happy father. Oh, that's awesome. So qualifying for Junior Olympics in what? Uh, the one, my son will be the 100, 200, and 400. Oh, my God. And my daughter will be in the 400 hurdles and the 200. Oh, the stinking hurdles. I'm so jealous. Is there anything worse? <laughs> I mean, I always want, uh, what I would do to be a fast runner, I used to have this coach throw a bat at me and be like, be faster. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't. <laughs> that's really yeah, fast. And then you got to be able to jump over a hurdle. So that's yeah, even that's yeah. And you have to be in worse. shape. Oh my you have to gosh. be, you're just, you, you know, that's oh. genetic. Right, right. So your kids are running in the Junior Olympics. What does that mean? When will that happen? It's in Florida on July 20th. Dude, that's incredible. I mean, that is an Olympic path, right? I mean, if you're doing the Junior Olympics, then you could be on your way to the, yeah, the big games. That's incredible. Good for them. Good for you. Yeah, if everything goes forward. Yeah. Well, congrats to you and your fam, Paul. It's great to hear from you. Cool. It was nice talking to you, too. I mean, that's probably a lot of time. 
on, yes. on mom and dad, like going all of those track meets and everything, yeah. right? I mean, how do you even how work cool. when you do all that with the kids? Right. You know I mean, it really is a commitment. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah. But if you had kids that were excelling like that, oh, how can you man. not support them and want them yeah. to go as far as they want to go? Raise them up. Sounds so good. Yeah. Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayer. Oh, so many good ones today. Like motivation comes from working on things we care about. If you're feeling not motivated, find those things you love. It's so simple. Do what you love. But remember this. Most of your stress comes from the way you respond, not the way life is. Adjust your attitude. Change how you see things. Look for the good in all situations, which sometimes just sucks. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Take the lesson and find new opportunities to grow. Let all the extra stress, worrying, and overthinking go. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's good to have goals. Uh, I'll say that, you know, even the positive people, yeah. And I consider you to be a positive Thank person. Thank you. Thank you. Um, even the positive people have bad days, oh, have bad yeah. things happen in life, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes get into uh, some of those emotions that you don't want to find yourself in in this life, but it's going to happen. What I do notice is that people like you seem to bounce back from those things a lot faster. Well, you got to feel them. Because. Yeah. You understand that to stay in those spaces is not going to be good. No, no, it's not good. So that's yeah. the thing. It's not that people, not all people go through it. Everybody goes through the stuff. I'm trying to teach my little girl that. Like, you got to feel it. It's okay. Don't just, like, ignore the bad either. Do you right, know what I'm right, saying? Right, like, Don't because, pretend it doesn't exist. Yes, yes. Because it's like you could be on Man. that positive train and yeah. just, you know, you, you got to feel it. And it's okay. But don't sit there. Don't sit in it. Yeah. Boy, is it tough. Yeah. (laughs) It's just so tough. Life, man. We're here rooting for you, trying to get through another day, make it a positive kind of start. 94.9 Mix FM. Hi, it's Greg and Mayor. What's your name? Cynthia. Cynthia, let's play the 652 Pop Q. Question number one, the original cast of Aquaman is shooting scenes for the sequel. Amber Heard is back, and so is the muscly actor with the big hair playing the lead role. Who is Aquaman? Um, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Is correct. Lisa Bonet's husband. Yeah, that's right. Right? Question number two. Ed Sheeran is staying pretty busy working on other people's projects. He just re-recorded his part of the song Everything Has Changed for Taylor Swift's reissue of her Red album. And Ed just wrote a song for K-pop stars BTS. What country are the guys in BTS originally from? Um, South Korea? Is correct, South Korea. Very good. Two for two. Let's see if you can go all three here. Some people learn to drive when they're 15 or 16 years old. Others wait a little while longer. For example, one famous actor didn't learn until he was 30, and only then because he had to find a way to get to work. (laughs) Helen Mirren was his co-star on the movie they were working on at the time called Excalibur, and she taught him who learned to drive when he was 30. Here's your audio clue. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Who is that? Uh, Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson! You are going to go see John Legend, our boyfriend. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm so excited. I love music. Yes!
Oh, Ava Amphitheater, uh, Casino del Sol on September 24th. Awesome. Thank you so much. This just might change your life. Mayor hit me with this off the air after the show yesterday. I was like, what? Yeah. I did, now, are you sure about that? Say that again. And, and you did. And you're like, no, this is the real deal. And so I said, well, you got to share that with people because I think that's going to make a huge difference in their lives. And I'm going to say, I first heard it, you know, I did a program and I lost a lot of weight. And every week they have training on just how to stay healthy. Mm. And they had this pharmacist on. And she said, us in the medical field, you would think we're the healthiest people, especially because of COVID, but we're we're just not because we're not sleeping. And Even though they know what the yes, right answers are, yes. they can't follow through and, and do the right thing. Well, she said serotonin is in your gut bacteria and it manufactures, gut bacteria manufactures about 95% of the body supply of the serotonin which influences both your mood and your GI activity and all that. But if you think about the days that you're brutal, like with Donut Thursday on your gut, right? And think about your mood that night and the next day, you know, how you feeling? Yeah. So breaking it down, here's what that translates to. Your gut is in charge of your happiness. It's... It's in charge of your happiness. And I totally, totally believe that. Because if you abuse your gut with, like, all the deliciousness, <laughs> that's not healthy. Good right? for the taste buds, bad for your tummy. Yeah. Like, don't you kind of have, like, a food hangover? Do you get that? Yeah, a little bit. Some days I do. I, you know, yeah, I like can... on a big holiday or something like that yes. when you eat all the good oh, food yes. and then you have extra dessert and, oh. and you just don't feel great after that. Your gut bacteria, I'm going to say it again, manufactures 95% of the body supply of serotonin. I mean, that's insane. They're finding out this gut bacteria does a lot of things. Serotonin regulates your mood. Yeah. So if you want to be in a good mood, if you want to feel happier, literally happier, some people say, well, what's the key to happiness? I think it might be what you're eating. Yes. Based yes. on based on that. Yeah, it's that gut feeling. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> so uh-huh. here's here's the things they they rec- recommend then, right? Because you go, well, okay, what should I be putting in my gut if that's if that's the deal? Uh, some snack ideas to get you started are whole wheat bread with turkey or cheese, oatmeal with a handful of nuts, salmon with brown rice, plums or pineapple with your favorite crackers. Pretzel sticks with peanut butter. No. I mean, yeah. Pretzel sticks? Yeah. I'm going to say my own here. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say like a low-fat cheese stick, you know, sure. like the string cheese, you know, things that are, are, are just going to not make your brain go all over the place. Because that's, right, you think you're having ice cream and all the goodness and it's delicious in the moment. It is not going to feel good on the other side of that. Pretty interesting. Yeah. You might be able to change your whole life based on how your gut feels if you're eating the right stuff. And that doesn't mean you can't have a cupcake every now and then. Yeah, It just I means know. that when you do, you're probably not going to yeah. feel as great yeah. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And now we know why. It's all about the serotonin. Well, I had no idea. That, that makes so much sense to me now that I get that. You know, so they had this nurse and this pharmacist, you know, from the ICU talking, like when I'm watching this, like, Zoom call thing. And uh, they're just saying, like, listen, why are you messing with your happiness? Why are you doing it to yourself? 
And then I really started thinking about that. I'm like, why am I doing that to myself? Like, don't do that. <laughs> so much of it is we yeah. just don't know any better. Yeah. But once you know better, you can do better. Have some nuts. That's right. Have some turkey. <laughs> have some eggs. Oh, eggs. Yeah. Have some Yum. salmon. Ooh. These are the good things. As long as you're not allergic, it'll be good. Boost <laughs> <laughs> that serotonin. Serotonin's where it's at, Mare. It sure is. Just eating the right foods. The other things they say that are good for serotonin production, because we're talking about making your gut healthy, because when your gut is healthy and your serotonin's up, you just feel good. Yeah. You feel happy, literally, emotionally better. Your gut manufactures 95%. Did you hear that? 95% of, of that, the serotonin. That serotonin, that happiness little... It regulates Chemical. your mood. Yeah. 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 That's insane. 95% of serotonin comes from your oh, gut. Oh, it makes so much sense. So here's a couple other things real quick you can do to improve that. One is get a little bit of bright light, real light, yes. sunlight. They say 10 to 15 minutes a day is all it takes for you to be outside and you'll be good. Uh, a couple of, uh, One of the other things is a little bit of light exercise, taking a brisk walk, mm-hmm. doing a light hike, you gotta do going it for early. a swim. Or late. Or late, right. Because <laughs> it's so hot. You know, I know how much and how easy it is to be like, oh, I'm just not, it's just too hot. I can't do anything. Right. No, just get out there. Do something. That is dangerous territory, yeah. right? Because when it's too hot and you, you want to lay on the couch, yeah. then what do you want to do? You want to grab yeah, the ice cream? Oh, yeah. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but we just learned some things that may may change your life. I'm telling you. I think the, it's going to change they, mine. They did these like gut bacteria transplants for other things, and they're finding out all these things like your weight. Which is so and, weird, this yeah. notion that you can take <laughs> gut from your back or bacteria from your gut. Put it into my gut. Oh, and you'll gain a lot of weight, Greg. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll know my, my torture. Maybe we should go the other way then. I'll give you some of my bacteria. Please. How you like that? Uh, 719 with Greg and Mare in the morning on 94.9 Mix FM. Who taught you to drive and what car did you learn to drive in? The reason we're asking is the Liam Neeson story we talked about a little earlier. Helen Mirren. Dame Helen yes, taught him how to drive when he was 30 years old. He'd never had a license and probably never would, except they had to get to a movie set, and he didn't know how to drive, so she taught him. That's cool. Pretty insane. I mean, he's from a place they walk everywhere. You know what I mean? Right. So, didn't need a car. Didn't need a but car. But then he did, and he yeah. needed to learn how to drive, so Helen Mirren taught him. <laughs> Time for our whole enchilada. Some stories gaining our attention this morning. You ought to know about them, too. Okay. Are you ready for it? If this is your sign, you're going to feel all sorts of uncomfortable in July. I mean, we did just get out of that whole Mercury retrograde, Ugh. you know. <laughs> uh, Aries, Uh-oh. you're reconnecting with your most sensitive needs. It might be a little uncomfortable. You're going to tap into your nostalgia and your need for comfort. So it's just <laughs> going to be that way. Leo, you're looking inward. And healing your subconscious. It's my ex, please. He'll never heal. <laughs> well, He'll maybe he needs heal. a little healing. Yeah. He'll be all right. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like you need some healing, too. <laughs> uh, Sagittarius. Okay. You're learning how to let go and accept the past. So it's going to be a growing month for you. Is it? We hope so. Uh-huh. All good things. All good things. Um, here's something if you're trying to lose weight that could change your life. Have you seen this new mouth contraption that you could have installed? It looks like braces gone wild. It's painful. It looks like this clamp on just one part of your mouth. Well, they attach it to both sides. And it looks so, it's like a big, like, I don't know what, it looks like a 
screw or something coming out of the side. It's metal. Yeah, it's it's metallic for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they connect it to your top and your bottom teeth, kind of in the back by your molars. So it restricts the amount that your mouth can open. Only to about a sixteenth of an inch, I think I mean, they said. Isn't this like a torture device? Uh, it, it sort of sounds like it to me. I feel like we did something like this in the '90s. There was like a thing you could get your mouth, like a wire, put in your mouth or something. Yes, that sounds familiar. And anybody who's had braces, if you ever had the rubber bands Whoa. that attached from the top to the bottom, and you had trouble opening your mouth, it's got to feel that way. Oh man. I always but, love the braces, kids. Yeah, you usually took those off to eat. I guess if you just left them on, you'd be okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so looking at those top big life changes we made, the number one thing anybody did over the pandemic was adopted a pet. 18% of U.S. households did this. Pets are awesome. Yeah, uh, renovated your home <clears throat> was number two, Gregory. Guilty. Uh, bought a car or motorcycle. Guilty. <laughs> I know. We did not move to a new city or state. Started a business from home. Um, oh, let's see. A lot of see. people did that. Added a swimming pool. Oh, number 10. Had a baby or adopted. Uh, somebody else is guilty. That's you. Guilty. Yeah, we made some changes during that pandemic. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're not done. People yeah. are just, they can't stop with the changes that feel so good. Yeah, well, some yeah. of them have been a long time coming. Yeah. And finally, another reason to carry a bottle of water with you when you head out to run a few errands or whatever. A small brush fire broke out on the side of the road in Oregon on Sunday. But then random people who were stuck in traffic sitting there waiting for They all got out of their cars with their water bottles, walked over and dumped their water on it, and helped extinguish the fire. That's cool. So you never know. You needed to hydrate, and you needed to help the the earth. I mean, I wish that worked here with the wildfires. No kidding. It just doesn't. By the way, have you seen the temperatures in the Pacific Northwest this week? They've been up in the 110 range. It was 112 in Seattle. Oh, my gosh. 116 in Portland, Oregon yesterday. Uh, I'm a little fearful of what's going on. I'm worried about those folks. Never happens. No. And most of them don't have air conditioning in their houses. So one of our friends who lives near Seattle said, it's 91 degrees in my house right now, and there's nothing I can do about it. He moved out of Arizona thinking he'd cool off. He thought it was going to be nice and cool. (laughs) Poor dude. I feel bad about that. Me too. I will look for you. I will find you, and I will kill you. But only after Helen Mirren teaches me to drive a car. (laughs) That's Liam Neeson from the movie Taken, but when he was 30 years old, a younger man, he still didn't know how to drive until he was paired with Helen Mirren in the movie Excalibur. And he didn't know how to get to the movie set. They didn't have transportation lined up or anything. So she said, you don't know how to drive a car? I've got to show you. You need to know how to drive so you can get to work. So she did. Helen Mirren taught Liam Neeson how to drive a car when he was 30 years old. Oh, my gosh. Incredible. That's cool. A lot of people don't learn to drive. Like, some people just don't want to. I know a lot of my friend's kids are like, no, thank you. Whereas my daughter is already scoping out vehicles. Oh, good she's for looking her. at She wants a RAV4 pair. <laughs> you know, she said that the other day. I was like, a RAV4? A RAV4 yeah. I love the RAV4s. I love the old school RAV4s, though, that are more like the truck instead of the hybrids. Yeah, yeah. Yes. She loves please. it. I'm like, you're 13. She's like, but daddy, it's on sale now. I said, we're not buying a car. <laughs> we're not doing that. But she can't wait. But most people can wait. Uh, when you, how, how old were you when you learned to drive? Oh, I mean, you know, I got my permit at 15. I yes. went and paid because it would have taken me three years to get into the driver's ed at school because oh. it was backlogged. So oh I just gosh. paid. And I went to this man who the first half 
of like driver's ed, he went to Dunkin' Donuts across the street. And the second half, he sat in the bathroom that was like attached to the one room classroom. And all we did was read this book. I mean, I learned nothing. So he didn't show you anything? Nothing. He was out of the class. I got my driver's license thinking I didn't, you know, I could just go on to the expressway. They didn't teach us to merge. I just thought a new lane started. (laughs) (laughs) So bad. But I learned my sister, my sister and my brother let me go in their cars. Almost hit a tree. Uh-huh. I mean, it was awful. I couldn't. I didn't know how to turn, and like, my when, sister's wait like, a "Turn." Second. Your sister was teaching you to drive. Yeah, and she's like, "Turn here." We went down our street really slow. She's like, "Turn here," and I didn't know how to pull the wheel enough, and I almost hit a tree. And she's like, "Get out!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she didn't want you wrecking her yeah, car. Yeah. So your mom and dad didn't teach you how to drive. No, I mean I'm the youngest oh, of four. They. Pff- they were like, you probably already know. Uh, yeah. you don't, what do you need they, us they for? They had no time for that. <laughs> 520-775-0949. Who taught you to drive? And by the way, what kind of car were you were you learning to drive in? What uh, kind of yeah? Me? Yeah. What what did your sister oh, like, teach? I think it was like a nineteen ninety one Chevy Beretta Maroon two door. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is. A Chevy Beretta. A Beretta. You don't know the Berettas? Well, my, they're not making it anymore. My it clearly boyfriend in wasn't school, a winner. He had one too, and his was blue. Oh and it was gosh. very fancy. Sounds like a rust bucket in Illinois, uh. <laughs> where you grew up. I drove a Chevy Beretta, and I learned from my siblings. What about you, Greg? A Chevy Beretta. Nobody even knows what that is. It's was so cool. No. It had a spoiler on the back. It was maroon. Chevy Camaro. That's cool. And a Beretta. Eh, it was cool in the 90s. I tell him, I'm telling you. My dad taught me how to drive a 1984 Pontiac Sunbird station wagon. Oh, man. Five speed. Did it have wood paneling? No. <laughs> thankfully, that was the only thing. That, uh, that wasn't the only thing it didn't have. It uh-huh. didn't have air conditioning. Or it didn't floor. have power steering. <laughs> it, it didn't have uh, power anything. I mean, back in the day, we had holes in the floor of our cars. Like, that's how, yeah. how we lived. You're like, right. Yes. This call came up after we started hearing that Liam Neeson had been taught how to drive by Helen Mirren when he was 30. He didn't know how to drive, so who taught you, and what were you driving? It was uh, my dad. Cool. And it, it was actually on a, a John Deere tractor. Oh, yes. Me, he he taught me to, and it's after my second grade, a, a summertime before my third grade. And when I got to school <laughs> in the third grade, my teacher didn't believe me that <laughs> my dad taught me how to drive a tractor. That's farm life yeah. right there, yeah. And, I mean, you're talking... Seven, eight years old. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> you might as well learn. You That's know? how you do it. Yeah. Five two zero seven seven five zero nine four nine. Who taught you and in what kind of car? Uh, my dad taught me how to drive in a big old Penske truck. He's throwing a produce company and we deliver in those. So he taught me how to drive in that. And we had to go in reverse before we could go forward. So I would have to drive using just my mirrors on the Mine Road or Pima Mine Road. Are you kidding? No, I'm not. I'm dead serious. That's how he taught me how to drive. And, so, uh, you, so you started learning to drive in a freight truck going backwards. Yes, sir. That is correct. Dude, if you, cause, because once you can do that, you can do anything. That's right. Yeah, and he wants us to be looking back. Yeah. Oh, your phone's cutting out a little bit there. Sorry. Oh, see? <laughs> Good for him. That's insane. Seven seven five zero nine four nine. Who taught you? So, actually, um, I learned when I was eight 
18, and I went to a driving school here in town. Oh, yeah. And so they had, you know, it was just like one of their fleet cars. It's like a Hyundai Elantra or something like that. Nice. But, Gregory, I cannot believe you don't know what a, a Chevy Beretta is. Right? Seriously. It's like a two-door Chevy Corsica. Well, I was going to say, I remember the Corsica and the Cavalier and, you know, crummy cars like that. So good. Yeah, yeah. A Chevy Beretta was basically a two-door Chevy Corsica. Ba- By the way, you know yeah. I'm in trouble when somebody says Gregory. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it really is a cute car. It was a little, like, bulkier, I think, than the Corsica, like a little rounder or something, like 90s round. Yeah, nobody knows what that is. Oh, yes, I mean, they do. My boyfriend had one, too. <laughs> had a Chevy Beretta in no, the 90s. Nobody had a Chevy yes, Beretta. Yes, they did. Okay. <laughs> Two doors. Yeah. Made a kissy kissy than that oh, thing. Okay. Yeah. Moving oh, right sorry. along. 775 <laughs> <laughs> Get you through anytime. Keep that number handy, by the way. Why? Because we've got John Legend concert tickets we want to give to you. Here we go with our 10 after trivia this morning and tickets for John Legend. It's a trait many people don't like in others. But researchers say it might be a sign of intelligence. What's something kind of irritating that scientists now think is a sign of intelligence? Seven seven five zero nine four nine. What do you think? Hi, biting your nails. Oh my god. Oh man. <laughs> How many people do we know who do that? Uh, or people who bite oh, their toenails? It is kind of <laughs> gross, especially when they leave the nail laying around on the oh, counter yeah. or oh, on the yeah. floor. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, great answer. Not the right one. Oh, stop. Okay, thank you. Thank you. 94.9 Mix FM. It's Greg and Mare. What do you think? I think it might be people who freely give uh, you an, an opinion or advice even when you don't ask for it. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if that's intelligence. That right? is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so great guess, but it's not the answer. Oh, come on. Oh. Now. I've been in this COVID cave for how long? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Isn't that terrible? She wants those John Legend. Yeah. Well, we'll have more tickets tomorrow if you don't win today. Thank you. 94.9 Mix FM. What do you think? Uh, complaining. Oh, oh man. Yeah, we don't need any more of that, do we? Yeah. That's not the answer, but great guess. All right. Thank you. Thank you. There's something to that. but Yeah. yeah. Greg and Mare in the morning. Hi. We said that researchers say people who are good at it also tend to be intelligent. What somewhat irritating habit do these intelligent people seem to have? My husband is a horrible driver. That. <laughs> is he intelligent or is he not? He's, no, he's super smart. Smartest person I know. Wow. A horrible driver. <laughs> he can't drive to save his life, but he's smart. No, no uh, way. Love that answer, but it's not right. Oh, man. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. 94.9 Mix FM. Hi there. What's your guess? Um, when someone makes up pieces on the fly. You're a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. The I'm... answer exactly that we were looking for, and you were right there, is there people are good at BSing their way through a conversation. They can improvise stories and details Lies on and the fly. That aren't even for real, yeah. you know? Uh, you did it. You're going to see the very fine John Legend Boom. in person. Thank you. I only guessed because I have a co worker like that. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> And they're oh, a little man. irritating, aren't they? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this time, having an annoying coworker paid off. Yeah. Finally. Yeah, yeah finally. finally. Go. When I'm you see that person her. today, yeah. just say thank you. Yeah. They won't even know what you're talking about. Uh, Ava <laughs> Amphitheater, Casino Del Sol, September 24th. You're going. Yeah, thank you. And anybody else who wants those tickets, we have more for you to win tomorrow right here on 94.9 Mix FM. Morning show. Greg, Greg and Mayor and Mayor. Good morning. Mornings on 949 Mix FM.